Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSEZ. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome to the show. It is Thursday, July 21st. My name is Kramer, and this is the Kramer Says Podcast. Uh, it seems as if uh, every morning when we start this broadcast that... Um, there's a breaking news story that is just huge. You know, it, it, it's Kamala has done this, or this country has been invaded, or or this shortage has just started, or this company has burned down, or this food processing plant has burned down, or you get my drift. Today, today, our emergency is Joe Biden has COVID. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what he he inadvertently screwed up yesterday when when he said that he had cancer. Maybe he actually meant COVID. They both start with C. It's understandable when you had dementia that you could get those two confused. I mean, catching it off your windshield, that, that, that's, a hard, that's a hard pill to swallow. But yeah, uh, Joe Biden has, um, has COVID. And uh, this is what Fox News is reporting so far on uh, Joe's mild symptoms. I uh, want to bring another doctor now, our own doctor at Fox News, Dr. Mark Siegel. And Dr. Morning to you, our first chance to get reaction from you. Um, go ahead. Paxlovid, uh, mild symptoms, put all this together. Bill, you know, Sandra, the first thing I want to do is contrast this from when President Trump had this in October 2020, and I interviewed him, and he ended up with pneumonia in the hospital. He got monoclonal antibodies. He got the big cocktail, remdesivir. This is an enormous difference, isn't it? And the way this should be messaged from the White House is, look, he had two vaccines. He had two boosters. You know, we have Paxlovid, which, as you mentioned, he's getting. His symptoms are mild congestion. So even at his age, 79 and a half years old, the chances are he's going to do very well. Well, that's what they're saying right now, right? Yeah, Joe should do good. He, he's been fully vaccinated. He should be fine. It was Trump that had the problem. Now, Trump was fully vaccinated as well at the time. Remember? They were so proud because Trump was vaccinated and they were trying to say, well, Trump's vaccines don't work. Well, they're not Trump's vaccines. Trump didn't, you know, cook them up in his garage or something. These vaccines came from Pfizer and Moderna. And supposedly they've been working on this technology for years. So so attaching Trump's name to anything that has to do with these vaccines is, um, well, it's dishonest is what it is. They, they want to put it on Trump. It's amazing to me that as, as the vaccines have proven that there's a problem with them, now they want to give that back to Trump. Remember, Biden came in and, and he took credit for everything that, that uh, Trump had done with Operation, I think, Warp Speed is what the name of it was. They got everything in, right? Got everything started, got the, the vaccines, all that, that started. Now, I disagree with all the vaccines the way that they were done. They're not vaccines. These are medications. These do not protect you from the virus. They do not keep you from, from passing it on. And they don't keep you from dying from it. If it doesn't do those one of two of those three, things two of those three things at least it's not a vaccine so let's call it what it is it's a medication but they were trying to put this medication on trump when there were some problems then when it looked like hey everything's great they gave it back to biden and now that there may be a problem with the vaccines again it goes back to trump you see how the football goes they will never take blame for the things that they pushed onto you. It wasn't the Republicans, for the most part. There were some rhinos, but there, it wasn't the Republicans that were forcing that on you and forcing you to take this jab to, to, to be able to work and go to school and enjoy your life. It wasn't the Republicans doing that. No, it was the Democrats. So if there's something wrong with the vaccines, so-called vaccines, they're never going to take responsibility for that. You, I mean, you've got to wrap your head around that. That's never going to happen. They will never take responsibility for anything with these vaccines if it's negative. If it's positive, they will. We saw that this last week with the oil. What did Biden do just a few weeks ago? Everybody was saying, well, the president doesn't have any control over the oil prices. 
It's Putin's fault. Well, evidently, Putin does have control over oil prices in our country. Uh, the president of another country apparently has, you know, control over our oil prices. It's called the blame game. But then, when the, when, when the gas prices started to fall a little bit, 18 cents, 20 cents, 30 cents here or there, not dollars, right? <laughs> 18, 18 cents does not equal a dollar. Well, it will here shortly if this inflation keeps up. But the... The idea is, is that as the gas prices started to come down, then Joe and his team turn around and take credit for it. They run a victory lap. Look at what we've done. So apparently, apparently, American presidents cannot affect gas prices. Only foreign dictators can. Unless the oil prices are on the way down. Then the president of the United States has full control, as long as they're a Democrat. <laughs> Remember, because they were doing the same thing to Trump. They were doing the same thing to Trump. Let's, uh, let's get in there with uh, Mark Siegel, Dr. Mark Siegel, and, and, and hear his asinine response as he, he's, he follow, follows up. Listen how he sells the jab. That shows you how far we have come. And he has underlying medical conditions, as you know. He has heart disease, atrial fibrillation, which is a, an arrhythmia. He's got to be very carefully watched here because of his age, because of his underlying heart disease. And there's the setup. Do you, do you see what's, what, what's being laid out in front of us? This is the perfect storm. Think about what's going on. Gavin Newsom was in the White House while the Biden team was over in Saudi Arabia. While Joe was on his knees to the sods, begging for oil, hat in hand, Gavin Newsom was in the White House meeting with the Biden administration team. And there's some conjecture, the conspiracy theorist will say, that they're setting up Joe to leave, Kamala to, to step off and say, well, you know, if, if Joe's going to step down, I, I just don't feel that, you know, it's my time to be president. I, I'm going to hand the reins over and, and, and I'm going to step down and I'm going to go work with this group or this group over here. And she's going to get paid a ton of money. She's going to write a book. She will never have to worry about money the rest of her life. And she will do whatever the, the fuck she wants for the rest of her life. Gavin Newsom, they're setting up. Now, is it going to happen? I don't know. It's a scenario that could happen. It's all legal. They could do it. And if they were going to do it, I suggest they do it before the fall midterms. Give Gavin a, get him in there. Joe's sick. Kamala's going to step away and she's going to go be the czar of something that never gets done. And Gavin, Gavin will come in as the new Kennedy. He'll come in as the new John Kennedy. He will bring Camelot back to the White House. That's the theory. That's the working theory. Is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. It's all legal too. There's nothing that you or I can do about it. Nothing. Nope. This is how big government works. And, and, and it's what the, the plan is, is what we believe. We think that this is an option that will get Democrats back excited about a candidate. And if they did it right before the midterms, it would really grease the rails, really help them, because it would get um, some motivation. Uh, what do they call that? Um, um, spirit. Spirit behind the Democrat Party that they, they currently do not have. Um, they, they are that group right now. If you talk to them, um, they're devastated, right? They're exhausted. They, they, they have to fight for their guy all the time. They kind of, they kind of, they must feel like Trump supporters have felt for the last four or five years that every day the media is now pounding on Joe. 
Now, they're not pounding on Joe because they're pounding on Joe. They're pounding on Joe because he's failing. He's got epic failures time after time, day after day, week after week, month after month. Nothing has gotten better in this country since Joe Biden became president. Not a single thing. Except the dissolution of hope. Yep. Dr. Siegel goes on. He wants you to, he wants you to really believe in these, in these, uh, in these so-called vaccines. Heart disease, but we have tools now that we can use that we didn't have before, and they work. Okay, we've got new tools. He will not tell you what they are, but, but he's going to, to say they work. Take his word for it. He's a doctor. Take the jab. It'll get us all back to normal. You know, when everybody's got the jab, we can go back to the way it was. Remember that promise? How's that turned out? How has it turned out for you? Are gas prices lower than they were when Biden came into office? No. Are prices lower? No. Is unemployment down? No. None of those things are true. Every indicator of this presidency is down. In fact, the American people are now starting to, to catch wind of it. And it's not, just, it's not just Republicans now bitching about it. It's Democrats, in particular, those on CNN. Listen closely. The latest CNN poll found 74% of Americans disapprove of how Biden is handling it. All of our investments are going down. It's not a happy time. We're really unhappy with Biden. There you go. Democrats unhappy with Biden. They were promised a bill of goods. People, this is what happens when you, you put people into office that have no real accomplishments. Joe is a three-peat for the presidency. He had to drop out twice because he plagiarized speeches or, 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 or books. Think about that. The guy who couldn't pass twice got the most votes of any president in U.S. history on his third try. I guess you know, the third try is the luckiest. But Kamala? The, 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 her, 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 biggest, her biggest accomplishment is being Willie Brown and Montel Williams' girlfriend. Those are her two biggest accomplishments. That's, that's what people know her for, is what she did behind closed doors. No accomplishments for the people. No. And then she, she makes fun of the people that she locked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was smoking pot at the same time, and, and I was listening to songs that didn't exist at that time. But yeah, I was, um, I, was, I was partying just like they were, but I prosecuted them. And then I tried to manufacture or hide evidence that would exonerate them. That's Kamala Harris. So this move, we believe, is they have to do it. The Democrat Party is in shambles. They're in disarray, and they're in panic mode. They see what's coming this fall. They have to do something huge. Joe's got to get sick. Kamala's going to have to step away. And they're going to put Gavin Newsom, him, Gavin Newsom in the White House. There is a path. It can happen. Now, here's the thing. Is that any more bizarre than, than the conversation about the red wave happening this fall. Republicans taking over the House and Senate, impeaching Joe, impeaching Kamala, indicting them. Nancy gets removed automatically in January because if we win everything, then she's no longer Speaker of the House. My concern is that gap in between, that lame duck presidency where they can't really do anything but set fire to everything as they leave. Scorched earth. That's one possibility. The other possibility is that they do win. They do pull it off again, right? Legally or illegally. Does it really matter at that point? 
I don't think they can do it legally. Based on what this woman said here, no one's happy with what's going on with the Biden administration. So I don't think they're going to get the, 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 the vote. I think they're going to have to get the fix. The fix in the vote. And we're already see, seeing issues of um, um, what we can expect this fall. In Maryland, uh, did they get the results in yet? We're still waiting. We're still waiting. So you've got to take a look at what's going on all around you. All the little signs. Now, will it happen? I don't know if it'll happen. It's conjecture. Right? It's, it's one of the wargaming things that we look at. If this happens, what things have to fall in place to make that happen? Who will replace Gavin Newsom in, in, in California? You see, I mean, it's not just this dynamic of, of Newsom going into the White House. It's also the state of California. They have to maintain that state. So they've got to put somebody into the, the governance out there, the governor's uh, office out there, that is, 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 is good at being bad as Gavin Newsom is, or worse, before they can move him to the White House. But that's a possibility. Moving on. Uh, it's interesting. Here in the last few weeks, um, we, we've heard a lot of news about the January 6th uh, detainees, um, what happened on January 6th. And there's been a lot of uh, brouhaha and a, a lot of hyperbole and a lot of news made about those um, investigations that are currently going on. Meanwhile, they're not saying anything about Colbert's team. You know, Col Colbert's team that was busted in the... Um, in the Capitol building, after hours, the exact same crime. It doesn't matter that it happened on January 6th. They're charging with a crime. The crime is trespassing, criminal trespass. But for whatever reason, the DOJ has decided not to press charges against Colbert's team. And uh, it seems as if the uh, the police force in D.C., the Capitol Police, well, they've got a bit of an issue with that. Here's John Solomon on Fox News. On my understanding is that they were warned numerous times to leave. It was a Democrat that That's reported right. them. And here we are again with the double standard. No committee looking into the 574 riots in the summer of 2020 or Kamala Harris's support of the rioters. Um, and here you have the, the Capitol Police. They were ticked off. They are. In fact, the police uh, chief, uh, Thomas Manger, wrote a letter today saying he's dismayed. He, uh, he's disappointed to know that the prosecutors turned down a case where there was so much evidence. What was that evidence? First, that the on multiple occasions, at least four occasions, the Colbert staff was told they couldn't enter the Capitol unless they had an escort. They did it anyways. They got kicked out. They came back a second time without an escort and they were filming. And the way they were filming in a congressional building was so sophomoric, boisterous, that a Democratic staffer actually thought he was being threatened he actually locked himself in his office, called the emergency number for Capitol Police. What were they well, well, I'm going to stop there real quick because think about that. People are filming in the hallway and <laughs> the, the, the congressperson is so afraid of somebody doing something like that that they call security. They were fearing for their lives. That, that's their claim. Now, if someone is fearing for their lives, shouldn't there be charges? Because that right there is terrorism, right? Isn't it terroristic activity when someone fears for their life? They have to, they have to, you know, they have to abandon the Capitol. Yeah. Um, Solomon goes on. Doing. They were yelling. They were knocking on doors. They were threatening to slip things under Congress people's door. They don't know if it's a bomb or some other thing. That behavior caused a Democrat to turn them into police. When they got there, the staffers admitted they. Imagine that. A Democrat being a Karen. Being the snitch. I digress. I, I, I just had to put that in there. Sorry. Knew what they were doing was wrong. They get arrested. And the Biden Justice Department, like so many other times with the two-tier justice system, they've let them off without any criminal penalty. A lot of people upset with that tonight. Congressman Rodney Davis, a few minutes ago, just issued a statement saying it is proof of a two-tier justice system. 
And he's right. Solomon's right. We have a two-tier justice system right now. How do I know that? Well, I have um, been unlucky enough to see the contents of the Hunter Biden laptop. Yep. Disgusting. That man should be in prison. And then let the prisoners do what the prisoners do with people who harm kids. Yep. He's walking around while the men and women who went to Capitol Hill to protest that their government had stolen an election from them, they're in jail. While Hunter Biden, who's actually harmed children, I've seen the images. People, there's a bunch of you that got upset with me in social media because... Because I went out and I made the statement that Q doesn't exist. Here's why Q doesn't exist. They have the information on Hunter Biden. He walks free. All Q would have to do is publish that to the web. Just just dump it everywhere all at one time. Pictures everywhere. It would never disappear from the web. Showcase what's going on. Q is, you know, started with, with the, um, um, the big things that People say they researched and everything. <laughs> this cracks me up. Um, how can you research something that you don't know what the source is? There's nothing to research. You do your research. Really? What has that turned into? How many children have you saved? Because that's that's the that's what I keep trying to tell you. We don't have to find chat. We don't have to track down pedophiles to bring down the system. What Q has done is tried to make people look crazy, insane. That's what the left says. Look at them. They're insane. They're over here checking, uh, chasing these ghosts. They showed up at Comet Pizza to, to, to break up the pedophile ring. Not there. They try to make it look absurd. The stuff that Q has done and said, is there pedophilia? Is there tri- child trafficking? Yes, there is. But of all the research that you've done on Q and all of the, the, the stuff, that, how many children have you saved? And how many children have been saved by Q knowing that Hunter Biden has done what he's done and, and none has, nobody has stopped him. Do you think that these people have stopped? Do you think that when Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested that these people stopped fucking kids? Do you think that that stopped? It didn't stop. Somebody, just, somebody else just picked up the reins. Somebody else is now the, the Uber driver of kids for these rich kids. That's what Ghislaine Maxwell was. That's what Jeffrey Epstein was. They were traffickers. They, that's, they leveraged that power. They're gone. Do you think the rich, the powerful, the elite, do you think that they're, they've said, well, Ghislaine got busted. <laughs> Epstein's dead. Yep, I'm going to stop fucking kids. No, there's somebody else that took that place. They've got somebody else that is supplying the kids to them. That's all happening. But what are you doing to stop it? How much of your research has saved one child? If they've got everything, it wouldn't take pedophilia. It wouldn't take child abuse. It wouldn't take human trafficking to make people see what's going on. Show them the the financial crimes. If you've got everything, show the crimes financially. Show how the Biden administration, the Biden family, has made millions off the backs of hardworking Americans. The people that he says that he represents out of Delaware and Philadelphia and all the other places that his dad worked as a goddamn mailman. Show that information. Let us see the crimes. You don't have to show us child pedophilia or or, or child abuse and pedophilia. You don't have to show us that. No. We'll get into that later. Show us the other crimes they've committed. It's easy. Just spill the beans. But they refuse to do that. Why? Well, because Q is a distraction. Q is meant to make you step down and not do anything. Wait on somebody else to, to fight your fight. Yep. 
And the system's getting worse. If you listen closely, I know this is bad audio here. This is Steve Bannon out in front of his hearing talking about the, the audacity of the people that are charging him not to actually be there to send their staffers. They're charging him with crimes. They, they want you to believe that this man tried to overthrow the government with Donald Trump. That's what they're trying to make you believe. The whole purpose of the January 6th hearings is to make it impossible for Donald Trump to run for office in 2024. They want to make him a felon. They want to, make, they want to put a strike on his record so he cannot legally run. They're not going to hold him from running. See, they, people don't understand this. All, all governments, corrupt or not, still abide by the law until they, they, they can't anymore because the law is too restrictive. We're getting there. Right now, they're doing every trick, pulling every, every shenanigan that they can to get their way. It's not being successful, but they're still doing it nonetheless. That's why I believe that they're going to do scorched earth on the way out. I see the red wave. If the, if the elections happen, they allow the elections to happen, yes, we will have a red wave. If the elections are fair, all indications are that, that the, the American people are done with this idiocy of the Biden administration and all the bullshit that they bring to the table. They're leftist. They're socialist. They're social justice warriors. All of them. It's time to get rid of them. That's what the American people see we have to do. Do you think the Democrats will allow that to happen? I don't. Steve Bannon goes on about how corrupt the system is. Listen closely. I know it's bad audio, but listen closely what he's saying, the claims that he's making about what happens next. He's saying the exact same thing that I'm saying. Notice he doesn't bring in Q. He doesn't talk about any of that bullshit. He's talking about things that are happening right now today in action, humans showing up, doing the work, not some ghost or spook behind the scenes supposedly fighting for your, for your rights. Here's Steve Bannon. Benny Thompson sent a staffer over here. Where is Benny Thompson? We subpoenaed Thompson, and they're hiding behind uh, these phony privileges. Benny Thompson and the entire committee, we subpoenaed them, and they... So I, I know it's really bad, and I'm going to try and find another uh, piece of audio in here that, that's better. Um, but what he's talking about is, 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 is the fact that they, they, bre- they, they sent their staffers for these hearings with Steve Bannon. The, the, the congressional people that wanted him to be subpoenaed and, and, and arrive, they didn't even have the balls to show up and question him personally. They sent their staffers. That's why they wouldn't allow it to be aired on TV. They didn't want him grandstanding. He said, Bannon said, he's all testify, but it has to be in front of the American people. They had, and they well, he's going to grandstand. We can't allow him to come up in here and grandstand. That's our job. Bannon continues. I think this is the part here. Let's see if this is better audio. This. The total and complete illegitimacy of Joe Biden. Trump won. Joe Biden's illegitimate. 50% of the American people believe that today, and they believe that not from hearing from mainstream media, from our great colleagues in the media, because they won't show me up. There you go. It's probably the best audio that we've got of it. He, he said what we've been saying for, for over a year. Trump won that election. Free and clear. And if you don't think so, you're a moron. I'm sorry to say that. You know what? I'm not sorry. I'm tired of apologizing. I'm tired of being the nice guy. Are you tired of what's going on in this country? Are you tired of it? Then stop waiting for somebody to save you. It's time to react. It's time to join forces. It's time to find out who of your neighbors do you believe that you could trust in in the event that the worst case scenario that we've been talking about for the last year and a half, if it happens. The Democrats cannot allow themselves to lose this fall, this election, uh, this fall. They cannot allow that to happen. 
If they lose the election, they lose their power. When they lose their power, they also lose their protection. That's what scares them most. Right now, they have cover. They have protection. They've got the DOJ. Imagine if we got a, oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not even saying um, uh, Ted Cruz would be the guy I'd choose, but somebody along that line. Maybe, um, oh, what's his name out of South Carolina? Trey Gowdy. Make him the DOJ head. Make him the, uh, the um, uh, attorney general. Let him be the, the bulldog. And tell him. Give him the directive from the presidency. Go get him. Go get him, Trey. What do you think is going to happen at that point? Now, I say Trey Gowdy. That's because it came to the top of my head. There may be somebody better. There may be somebody better. What we do know is that we've got a two-tiered system in the Republican Party right now. Two-tiered. Mike Pence is on one side. He wants to be the president of the establishment. And then you've got the Trumpsters. That is the Republican Party right now. The establishment, they're trying to take it over, but they're dying. They're dying on the vine because they have been no better than the Democrats. They made big promises. Mike Pence, in fact, is backing the, uh, I can't remember her name. She's the billionaire that's running against Carrie Lake in Arizona. Who cares? I don't even care what her name is. Pence is backing a loser. Carrie Lake has 30 points on this, this, this other lady. And they're saying that uh, two billionaires now, there was two billionaires running in that race in Arizona. One dropped out. He says, I'm going to give all my money and all my resources to this other billionaire because we got to beat Carrie Lake because she's just going to be a repeat of Trump. Think about that. Wouldn't that be awesome in Arizona? If you're in Arizona, you've got to love Carrie Lake. I, I love what she's done. Um, I've never met her, uh, but I, as soon as I saw her, I go, she's in, she worked in broadcasting at some point, I could tell. Her presence, how she holds herself, that's a newscaster. And then I find out a couple weeks later, ah, yeah, she was a newscaster for a number of years. Made sense. She knows how to communicate. She knows how to put an idea together. People, this is what we need in this country. We need people with backbones who know how to fucking speak and have the balls to do it. And Carrie Lake has a set on her. I guarantee you. <laughs> we need more people like this. We need more people that, that have the, the gumption to stand up and, and aren't worried about losing or being canceled, knowing that the, that the price they have to pay up front is worth what the result is going to be. I'm sure that the, the Trump family and Donald Trump himself thinks that the sacrifices that he and his family have made over the last six years and serving this nation, the entire family served. It wasn't just Trump. It wasn't just his wife and his youngest son, Barron. No. It was the entire family, because the entire family has been hit with investigations. They've, been after, they've gone after everybody. But I can guarantee you that at the end of the day, that the Trump family would say that it's all worth it in moving our nation forward. Here's an interesting one. Mike Pence is, uh, is backing, because <laughs> he's the establishment guy, He's backing Kerry Lake's uh, opponent. And uh, this is Joe Paggs talking to Cash Patel uh, about this. Joe Paggs starts. I want to talk about the, the infighting with the Republican Party a little bit. I've only interviewed Mike Pence once, and it was in the campaign back in 16. I haven't talked to him since. Seems like a nice guy. But now he's starting to come out, and, and he's the establishment guy. He's going to calm things down, and, and he's going to go to Arizona and go back a candidate against Kerry Lake, who's the Donald Trump-supported candidate. Cash, why do you think Mike Pence would do this? What's the story here? Look, you know, they, you know, the, 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 the old guard Republican Party thinks that they can restore that old guard Republican Party. What they fail to realize 
is Donald Trump transformed that Republican Party. Donald Trump will be in Arizona on Friday for a rally where we have he has endorsed and I've endorsed Carrie Lake, Abe Hamada, and Blake Masters, the America first leaders at Arizona Nice. Right. The fact that Mike Pence is going out there to support a self-funded billionaire fake uh, Republican tells you everything you need to know about the status of the country and what he's doing. He's trying to get name recognition. Maybe he's running for president. It doesn't matter who runs. If Donald Trump runs, it does not matter. And it, I don't think it matters in Arizona who Mike Pence endorses. Yep. Patel hit that nail on the head, straight on the head. Who cares who else is running? Carrie Lake has a 30-point lead at this point. That's power. The establishment does not want we the people in charge. They want their establishment people in charge. The people that are owned by the corporations and by the big political donors. That's who they want us to, to vote for. They don't want Donald Trump's. They don't want Carrie Lake's. They don't want Lauren Boebert's. And they don't want Marjorie Taylor Greene's. And they don't want Jim Jordan's or, or Gates. They don't want those. They don't want Kramer. Hell, I can't even get on social media. I had three accounts on social media um, uh, killed in less than two days. Three accounts, two days. And all I'm saying is what I'm saying here. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets any better. The only way it gets better is if you make your voice heard. I keep telling you, I don't want anything. I have everything that I need. The only reason that I do this is because I see my nation on the precipice of failure. You see it too. But you're, about, you're going about your daily life. It's, it's hard to be an activist when you got to make the mortgage payment. I don't have to do that. Nope. Sold everything. I keep saying I, I sold everything. The only concern that I have is they come in some, at some point and devalue all the money in the banks. Then I'm fucked. Then I'm in real trouble. But people, we, we've got to get together. That's why here Kramer says we're forming a, a new group. Um, we're rebuilding. We're restructuring. Um, I've been talking about it for a while, but we need your help. We need your assistance. I don't want your money. I want your time. I want your body. I want you showing up at places. I want your voice. That's what we need. And when I say we, it's not me. I don't need it. I want it because I see that together we're stronger than we are individually sitting in our, our cars, our homes, or, or wherever you're listening to this at. And wondering, what the fuck do I do? I see my nation falling around me, but, but I don't want to give them an excuse to act. You know, th they'll use what I do to act. But let me be real blunt, and I've said it before. They're going to do what they're going to do. They're going, they have an agenda. They have a plan. You're just going to be a hindrance. And then, yes, they'll react. But they're going to do what they're going to do regardless of what you do. A great example is your kids. If you've got kids and you've got plans, you're going to go to the grocery store, you're going to go get the lawn mowed, you're going to get the car washed. All those plans that you have on a Saturday morning are not going to be hindered by your child unless that child is sick or something. Your child's opinion is not going to change what you, your plans are for that day. Your child's actions, especially if it's a small child, will not infringe at all on what you're going to do. It's the same way here. I keep telling you. 
Why is Q? If you believe in Q, I keep going back to Q because people have this faith in Q. And I, I, I've got to get it through your head. Q is nothing more than Satan whispering in your ear. What has he done or they done? They have not saved one child. Q has not, hey, this guy right here has kids in his garage. Nobody, Q has not done that. Well, it's opened up everybody's eyes. Okay, and then what? You've done your research. How many children have you saved? Now, I know that there are some people out there working. I've helped them. I've given them assistance, given them my platform because I believe in what they're doing. But they're actually doing something. What are you doing with all that training and with all that research that you've done? How many children have you saved? How many things have you exposed? Search my name, Tim Kramer. Tim Kramer, C-R-A-M-E-R. Search that, Google that. You'll find out what I've done. You'll see the work that I've done behind the scenes. Is Patrice Cullors, is she still in the, the Black Lives Matter organization? She is not. I played a role in getting her removed. You don't believe me? Google it. Google her name and my name together. And you see what you get. Mm-hmm. Google my name and LeBron James. See what you get. I'm not this guy just out here spewing, folks. I'm actually actively working behind the scenes to make things right. No, I don't brag about it. But I think it's important to tell you, and the reason I'm telling you is because Q doesn't have the same record that I have. And supposedly Q has the entire military behind them. And it's not just me. It's not just what I'm doing. There's thousands, hundreds of thousands of others that are doing the exact same thing, working daily to get us back on the right track. And our biggest hurdle is overcoming the people who are Q followers that say, hold, don't do anything, don't do anything. If you do anything, it's rash. Don't do that. Q's going to save us. They're the biggest hindrance. If you take action or, or if, you, if you protest or, or you have a rally, they'll use that as, as, as an excuse. They don't need excuses. They're going to do what they're going to do. And hopefully you're starting to see that. They're not going to stop. Their 2030 agenda is their 2030 agenda. And in fact, it's not even 2030 anymore. They've ramped it up to 2027. That was announced about six weeks ago. So we've got less time than we thought. And right now, we have three and a half months before the elections. What will happen in the next three and a half months? What could happen? What scenarios could play out that you don't possibly see right now because you don't know what the plan is? You don't know what their full agenda is. You don't know what their timetable is. What could possibly happen in the next three and a half months? Well, we started the show with it being announced that Joe Biden has COVID. That's what could happen. And that wraps up today's show. My name is Kramer. This is the Kramer Says Podcast. We will see you again tomorrow. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSez.com.